Hello and welcome to the Run With Ellie live show, the show that brings you stories from your everyday runners to professional athletes and other specialists in the running community who all share a common passion for the sport. I'm your host, Coach Allie. I hope my podcast can help you change the way you live and the way you move so in the long run, you're able to live a sustainable and healthy lifestyle that you deserve. The purpose of this podcast is to promote the love of running. Throughout my experience speaking with the individuals in the running community, I've found that many of us seek acceptance and relatability in some way, shape, or form. On Run With Alley Live, I tie together the common pain points and solutions through the stories told by the special guests on the show. Each individual has a unique running journey and shares how running impacts the mind and body in the sport and outside of it, both mentally and physically. So stop being so hard on yourself. Tune in right here weekly for new motivational episodes with special guests to inspire you to change your life for the long run. Thank you once again for joining us on Run With Ally Live. Please don't forget to support the show and our special show guests by clicking on the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you choose to listen to the show on. Welcome to the Run With Alley Live podcast. If you're someone looking or thinking about running or someone who is interested in training for a marathon without getting that injury, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Run With Alley Live podcast, where I bring you special guests consisting of different running specialties, runners, fitness professionals, specialty doctors, and more to provide their own insights and advice on running, how to begin how to properly fuel for a race, and how to mentally set yourself up for running successfully for life. Every single Tuesday, I bring you my own personal stories and how I became the runner, trainer, and coach I am today, as well as actionable results from being injured that have only enabled me to become a better coach for my clientele and for me. Thanks to the industry leaders I've hosted on my podcast for making this all possible to, again, become the coach that I am today. Being a Run With Alley believer truly means understanding the holistic approach to running as a lifestyle. It's not just about the fitness aspect, it's the holistic approach, meaning everything from training to nutrition to recovery to headspace, to making time for your friends and family. That matters. So stop being so hard on yourself. Tune in weekly right here for new inspiring motivational episodes and guest speakers that will inspire you to change your life for the long run through running. We're in this together. Hi guys, welcome to the Run With Alley podcast. It is October 1st, and we are already in the fall with lots of races coming up. 
Tonight, I am going to be discussing the top 10 ways to create a successful marathon training program for a runner at any level. Now, my take is my cross-training approach that I have used as my differentiator for my marathon training plans. So I just want to give everyone on here who's listening a brief background on me why cross-training has become my method to running a pain-free strong marathon or race rather. So in 2018, I had to pull myself very short and sweet out of the Boston Marathon. I was literally in Boston uh, with my mom and I just turned around and I, I knew something was wrong because my right quad, I could barely walk on it. And I was a little too stubborn to just admit to myself that I was injured. And it wound up that I was Lucky enough to not have a femur fracture, which is your thigh bone. It was a quad strain and a bad piriformis syndrome case. So to fast forward to now and I rehab myself back to healthy, journaling every day, exactly what I did, and the various specialists that I worked with along the way to get here. Uh, Prehab was my most recent one, Prehab USA. They specialize in preventative injury for runners, And they are not worth going to once you're injured. There's a reason for preventative. Go get get yourself checked out. Excuse me if you have not ever gotten your gait checked or you're just curious to see where you're at in terms of your running. Can't hurt. So let's dive right into tonight's topic. This is something I've been wanting to share for a while. So one, before you even begin to write down anything, You need to pick a race and establish clear, attainable goals. That way you could create the framework for everything around that. So what I mean is if you have a goal of running a marathon in, you know, five years from now and you pick a specific race like the New York City Marathon, you might have a short-term goal of running a 5K, a 10K, a 50K and then a half marathon to get yourself there comfortably and pain-free. Also, you know, it's very important to recognize it's not smart to pick a race where you're really jamming in too much training at one time because that could be an utter failure. So pick a race, establish clear attainable goals that you're going to do to get there. Going on to number two, uh, finding someone that will motivate you and help hold you accountable. When you first begin to run, guys, it's hard work. It's even hard for seasoned marathoners to run. That being said, finding someone that specializes in this specific area, like a run coach. uh, I myself am one. There's many other great run coaches out there. Some of the ones I admire are on the previous episodes in my podcast if you scroll through Run With Allie Live. Uh, Really having someone to talk to and not only be a sounding board, but to kind of help to coach you and to work with to establish goals and adjust things along your training journey is very important. And it's a lot different than reading just a marathon training program written out for you where you don't really understand what to do, how to adjust things by yourself. Uh, You know, it's not a person, it's a piece of paper. So finding someone that will motivate you and help hold you accountable. Three is finding a running group is another 
way to get yourself engaged in the running community and to relate to other people that share the same passion as you do. The run community is a super tight-knit community. I was just talking about this to a friend earlier today. Uh, That being said, it's very hard to run through those winter months to stay motivated. So outside of your one-on-one coaching, whether that's by yourself or with a specialist, you should find a run group, a local run group. I'm going to be rolling out local run groups beginning in the New York region and expanding nationwide. But right now, uh, I urge you to check out New York York Roadrunners, New York City Runs, and the bigger ones for the time being or any local run group in your community. Four, going to a running store, a local running store, to get that pair of shoes and the proper gear. Why I emphasize the importance of this? Well, this could prevent injuries even before seeing like a prehab. Uh, You want to get a shoe that is able to support your foot and you want to understand why you're getting a certain sneaker. So people in um, any local running store, like I have Brooklyn Running Company, uh, they could check your gait as in your running stride and see if you are flat footed or you have an arch. And based on that, they could offer you a variety of brands and shoes that would most likely be the best for you performance-wise, comfort-wise, and helping you to prevent any injury uh, possible because, as we all know, running is very high impact and taxing on your feet. So let's save those joints, shall we? Also, any fuel. So I put this in my Instagram stories today. I personally am a huge advocate and love gummies Hence the reason why I love my Pro Bar Energy Chews. However, I've practiced training. I've practiced my training runs using these to see how, you know, if I could stomach them while I'm actually running and low on, you know, I hit my lactic threshold, meaning I'm running on nothing, no glycogen, I need more. Um, I really personally do, like, goo is not for me. So I like my Pro Bar Energy Uh, gels but there's a lot of stuff at the expo and if you have any questions about other ones um shoot me a direct message email me i'm here to help you out five start six months out so why this is important well a lot of training programs are either 16 weeks four months or less Now, if you are someone that is overall well-conditioned year-round, that's amazing, and I applaud you, but not everyone uh, is able to do that and might have a rude awakening while beginning to train for a marathon in a shorter duration of six months because they're going to dive right into things and hit the ground running. Uh, I've found that both through science, through my experiences, others' experiences, that's not enough time to amply like ramp up the mileage and then tap on um, the interval runs, tempo runs, negative split runs, all of that uh, without getting injured and doing that in a safe way. So why rush it? Be smart. Give yourself a half of a year. Okay, six. Take notes. Work with someone, may that be a coach or a friend that's also running, Uh, where you could talk things through. And if something's not working for you, like if you 
don't really feel that well on a day, uh, it's okay because life happens and we're humans. We need to be adaptable to change. And that's the beauty of a marathon training plan. That's what I love about one and working with both coaches and my runners to create them and work through them up to race day. They should be adjusted throughout the way because once you cross that 26.2 mile marker, you could look back and understand the whys behind everything you did and maybe how you felt. So take notes daily, journal it. You'll look back at it later. Seven, learn how to crawl and then walk. What do I mean by this? Okay, so as runners, runners tend to be type A people, just very hard on themselves, very just going, going all the time. And sometimes it's important to take a step back. Like a baby does, they don't just get up and walk right away. Uh, So just similar to a runner, you can't start out by just trying to sprint eight miles you know, eight miles, uh, maybe because you feel like it, you got to build up endurance and then you should probably incorporate five, a hundred meter sprints and, you know, gradually build on your, um, your distance in your sprints for interval runs and maybe elongate your tempo runs, but don't do the former. <laughs> okay. Um, change is hard, but this also, this aspect of running, I find it very, Interesting how it affects our mental toughness in a positive way because we have to be very self-disciplined to get ourselves not to do the incorrect thing. Eight, take note of your heart rate. So very simple. Right now, if you put two index fingers under your right jaw and you count for 10 seconds your pulse, multiply that by six, that's your resting heart rate. Granted, you're not running right now. If you're running right now, that's a different story. So 220 minus your age, that number is your max heart rate. It's important to understand that it's not safe to exceed that number while you're running your hard runs or just running uh, because you don't want your heart working too hard. So the more more oxygen you could uptake if your VO2 max increases, in other words, um, the the better cardiovascular shape you will be in. Now, this ties back to my cross-training approach right here. Boom. Type 2A, very short and sweet, muscle fibers, those power strength fibers that you get from sprinting, plyometric exercises, boxing intervals. High intensity, low impact is what I recommend in a run program, which I do for my runners. Um, These are very important to strengthen, and marathoners and endurance athletes tend to not have these all that well unless they train them. Um, why? Because we're very, we have a lot of type one slow twitch muscle fibers, uh, and those are completely different, um, systems. They, you know, they're very strong at different things, but if you put the two and two together, you're going to be a more powerful runner and just stronger. What I mean by that is once you tap out of your type one fibers, say you're in a race and then your body goes to default to your type two A and you have that you're going to be a more powerful runner. If you don't, it's going to be the opposite. If you want to find out more information, please email me, allison.belsenthal at gmail.com. Nine, write daily affirmations until that crunch period and race day. So write them on your mirror. Write them 
everywhere, post-it notes, remind yourself of why you're doing what you're doing because yes, you can. 10, at the very end of the day during your training journey, put a pen to a piece of paper like the olden days and write down why am I running a marathon every single day during your training journey. This is different than the journaling I mentioned before because This is not taking notes of how you felt during your workout or rest day or whatever training run you had that day. This is to remind yourself of why you even started. Because once you cross that finish line, you could look back and see how every day kind of changed. And then you'll have basically your own marathon training plan. So those are my 10 steps to making a successful training program for any runner at any level using my signature Run With Alley cross training approach. And I am taking on online clients. So if you are interested, please reach out. We have a lot of exciting races coming up and even training through the winter uh, up until, like I said, the six month rule um, next fall. You know, I'm taking on clients now. So don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, you could direct message me on Instagram. It's at run with Same same way you spell the first part of the name of my podcast here and my email. Again, Allison, A-L-L-I-S-O-N, double L there, period, F-E-L-S-E-N-T-H-A-L. And thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Next week, we have a special guest, and she's a nutritionist. So be sure to tune in for my live chat on next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And another episode on this podcast will be up next week. Same time, same place. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to become a member on my website to get updates on my weekly new special episodes on the show, sharing fun running feats, training methodologies, and all things running related to help you keep your running fun. Reference the link in the show notes to become a member of the Run With Alley community so you can connect with other like-minded individuals who love running just as much as you do. Again, do not forget to subscribe to the show by clicking the follow plus button, Apple Podcasts, or subscribing on whichever platform you're listening to the show on. Please leave a review under the episode in whichever directory you're listening to the show in so I can better provide you with the top-notch content I strive to deliver you week in and week out. Thank you again for listening to Run With Alley Live. If you are looking for the perfect solution to finish your first marathon injury-free, even if you've tried to get in shape in the past and failed, sign up and get access to your free 24-week program now by clicking in the link in the show notes under this episode. Sign up now. All you need to submit is your email, and I'll see you on the inside. Thank you so much for listening to Run With Alley Live. See you next time.